Okay. Oh, hi everybody. Uh, welcome to a new Noise Brigade presents, um, featuring me, Rich, and Danielle. Uh, we decided to get together and talk about some musicals. Uh, what we like, what we want to see, what we haven't seen. Um, you know, just a general Noise Brigade noisy chatty thing. Yeah, we're the we're the so. cultured ones. Yes. It can't all be football and wrestling. I mean, I like football and wrestling, but, you know, I also like Broadway shows, so. Yes. Now, uh, before we start, I, I've never seen a show on Broadway, um, but I've seen, you know, I guess it was talking to Danielle before we started, a lot of the the movies of the musicals um, and maybe local things. Like I've seen Rocky Horror Picture Show piles of times with and without live um, performances and stuff. So, yeah. And I have seen several shows on Broadway um, along with off-Broadway and tours and Chicago and Philadelphia. And I grew up in the theater. So, um, but then I've also watched like the movies and it's always fun to compare the movies to the live show. So. So do you want to go off of this list that we found or? Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, Danielle uh, found a list of the top 50 best Broadway musicals. Um, we're reviewing it a little bit before we started, just kind of get an idea of what we were going to talk about. And uh, I think we're just going to use it as a kicking off point. So we'll kind of start with the list and see whether or not we agree, whether or not we've seen it, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So it, I don't think it's in any like particular order. I don't think that it's like counting down or up or whatever. But the first one that they mention is Hamilton. And um, I have watched the recording of the original cast on Disney Plus. And um, it's one of those shows that I could sit and watch back to back to back to back. And I mean, my kids hate it. They won't sit down and watch it with me and... I think that Tom basically just um, watches it for me, not necessarily because he enjoys it, but like, I love it. Um, mm -hmm. But I have no want to see it live because I think that the original cast did such a fantastic job of it that I think that like seeing it live and seeing other people in those roles would just ruin it for me. Gotcha. So... Yeah, I um, I was actually telling you before we started. I, you know, it, it's not possible not to know what Hamilton is. It's not possible not to know who Lin Manuel Miranda is, at this point. But I've only ever seen like clips of it. I've never sat through and watched the whole thing or listened to any of the music from it. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda has become like a, well, obviously he's super famous now, but. Um, he did voice work on the new DuckTales show and a couple other things. So I, I've seen him like act and sing and things, but not in Hamilton. So it's definitely on my list of things to watch, especially since I think it's on Apple TV or something free. So I have access to it. I just haven't got around to actually watching it yet. It's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, as I said, I've watched it like a bazillion times and I've, you know, listen to it in the car when I'm driving somewhere. I just, I love it. But yet again, yeah. don't want to see it live. Yeah, I like the yeah. concept of it. I like the the 
hip hop rap, whatever you'd call the the music that they're doing inside of it. So from what I've heard is good. But then and they I also like bring the in the history part, which yeah, is like, I'm a history buff too. So like that, I enjoy like the historical part of it. And like, I learned so much about like our country's history from like the different things that he dropped in the music. And I would like go and like Google it and be like, oh my goodness, that really did happen. That's really cool. I didn't know that. So I think that you just have to be like, as you said, I think that you have to like rap and you have to have like some enjoyment of history. You know, that's an interesting like mesh. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the next one is The Producers, and I've never seen this live, but I saw the movie several years ago. It's not one of my favorites, which is you know, like I weird either. because like, I think it holds the record for the most Tony Awards on Broadway, and I just could not. Like, there's parts of it that were, that were really funny, but... Gotcha. I've uh, I've only seen the the musical movie once, um, but the original movie was Zero Mostel and uh, Gene Wilder's Fantastic. It's just I think it's insanely funny um, and Nazis. If you had, as we're going to come up later into the list because they they actually appear in a lot of musicals. If you put Nazis in a musical, it's going to be a funny. Um, they're usually going to be funny or entertaining at least. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like the whole the springtime for Hitler and Germany. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that. That that's what I was talking about. Like it. There's funny parts of it, and like I remember laughing hysterically. But like, have I watched it since? No. Yeah. You know. And I'm not a big fan of Matthew Broderick, and I think that's who played the Gene Wilder character, right, in the the Broadway version. He was in the producers, yeah. I don't remember mm. which part he was, you know, he played, but he was. He was Ferris Bueller. Then after he did that, I wasn't. Uh, I was done with Matthew Broderick. That's understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Okay, so the next on the list is one of my personal favorites, uh, Phantom of the Opera, and um, I have seen this live. I saw this in Philly when. I was maybe 12 or 13 years old and like, I just got obsessed with it. And, um, I've just, I've listened to the whole thing. I, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times like this for the longest time was my number one favorite musical. Um, I mean, I like, I just, I love it. And, but I mean, like I've gone back and I've watched one of the recordings of it and I realized now that it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of like not aged well in like today's society where like I used to like really like get into like Phantom side. And now mm -hmm. like if you, I'd always be like, well, yeah, why didn't Christine pick the Phantom? And, you know, nowadays it's kind of like, because he was kind of a creep. You know, it kind of like takes the, the romance out of it when, you know, as like today's atmosphere, but like, mm -hmm. I still, I, I still love it. I mean, I still love it. 
And uh, I mean, that's, um, <laughs> it, it's been out, I mean, what does it say this came out in 1988? So it's been out um, almost for as long as I've been alive. And I know it's a lot of people's favorite um, musical. And I think it's one of the longest running ones too. It's, uh, it is the longest running. Yeah. And um, I, I don't think I've ever sat through the Andrew Lord, but I can understand what you're saying where it's more of a, a lot of people, this may be their first uh, Broadway play that they saw or something that they saw when you were kind of coming of age kind of a thing. So you saw it at that right time where, where it left an impact. Yeah. And yeah. See what you're saying. I, I don't, <laughs> when you say things don't age well, I, I don't zeitgeist. I think they call it, you have to look at it in the, uh, the age where it's from, as opposed to now. Like, I don't know if you can judge things by today's standards. Oh yeah. 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 I think that, I don't think that like, I think it's just a growth of like, of me, you know, like it was like, ah, you know, like how romantic that was like when you're like 15, 16 years old. And now it's like, okay, it's a creepy guy watching you from afar that like owns you. Like that's not as romantic as it was, you know? But I mean, as I said, like there is still something so magical about the show. And I mean, it is the longest running Broadway show. It's um, it they they just announced um that, that it was closing on Broadway and they extended it. So it's still currently still on Broadway, but its time is coming to an end. So mm. you know, as long as Shrek the Musical doesn't become the longest running one, we'll be okay. No, I don't even think that Shrek's currently on Broadway right now. The uh, the first time I went to New York, that was running, and there was people out in the street dressed in the Shrek costumes that would come <laughs> get a picture with you and then try to get you to pay them an exorbitant price. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is Book of Mormon. And um, you you mentioned that you've seen or listened to this. I have not. Um, yeah. <laughs> Other than like maybe a song it. here or there, I like I have not seen it. I, I I kind of guess what it's about. But it's um yeah, it's probably I mean if you've watched South Park and you've heard some of their other songs, you can just you can definitely whatever you put together in your head is probably what it's gonna be when you watch it. And it's still I mean it's funny, it's great, it's um Definitely a, a, I don't want to call it a parody, but a, a take on the Mormon uh, Mormon faith. It, it's and they're they're it's it's Matt and Trey, so the music's entertaining. I it's didn't even better than it, it should be by the same people. I I oh, like, yeah. I, I just realized that now. So that's pretty cool. I I might have to um, listen to the soundtrack on that because I don't know why like. It, I, I, I they did um it, I don't think it's going to be on the list but they did Cannibal the Musical too and that was uh, good Cannibal the Musical is better um but the Book of Mormon was good okay I, I liked I, Cannibal the Musical better we'll put it that way I've um I followed people that were in Book of Mormon but like for some reason it's just like gone under my radar like I get obsessed about shows and then I like listen to it until I'm sick of it and then like I move on to the next show. 
and for some reason book of mormon just hasn't i mean there's a couple of them that are like hugely popular that like i've just never listened to which totally reminded me of one that's not on here okay uh next up is les mis um and i've seen this on broadway actually twice i went with um my high school choir and then back when me and tom were like first dating he surprised me with tickets to go see it and i was like um i just saw this like last year so i got to see les mis on on broadway twice but uh this is like this for the longest time was like right behind phantom like my second favorite musical and like i still have a soft spot for this musical i love it um i didn't care for the movie uh and that was mostly to do with the guy that played uh javert who was that russell crowe that part i never froze in it i never actually uh this is yeah, he was bit, horrible like when, when we went to go see it in the movie like i mean i hate you know spoiler alert but javert like kills himself he jumps and um like delete like, my watch list our movie theater like everybody in the movie theater clapped because like he was just he was not good he was not good they, um... like everybody else did a pretty good job yeah but he was yeah he was not good he was this not just good turn 10 years old uh last year so uh, they were talking about it on a po another podcast they listened to and what they they mentioned is they brought actors in i think they taught the actors how to sing so russell crowe is not somebody you would normally think of a singer but mm -hmm. they had him actually do the singing parts so i can yeah. understand where, where maybe some people weren't uh weren't as good as others um I like that. Like I know the story of Les Mis, and I kind of like the idea of the story. Just it's not the one that I haven't really gone out of my way to to watch it. It's or, a or good. It's movie. a good show. Yet again, if you like history, yeah. Um, like it's a it's a really good show. I love it. Like I would still go and watch it. Like if they put out another movie tomorrow, I would probably go watch it because I. I mean, I really do. It's in my top five. It's in my top five shows. And it was written by the story, original story, was written by Victor Hugo, who I want to say was the um, Hunchback of Notre Dame that he was. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I tried. I tried reading the book, and I just could not get into it. Gotcha. Could not get into it. So the next one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on because mm -hmm. the the next one's one that I actually have seen and. Um, I, I like it was a uh, West Side Story is the next one on the list. Um, the wonderful retelling of uh, Romeo and Juliet uh, with Puerto Ricans and Italians. So, mm -hmm. yep. Let's yes. move then to the modern era of New York. Mo modern. I guess it was modern for the time. But yeah, it was Natalie, Natalie Wood. You're right. It was, it was Natalie Wood. Fantastic. But the other woman. Um, was, oh. Uh, um she was just in it uh she was in the reunion yeah. yeah and they uh people really don't like her apparently she was rough to work with i, and know, I can't remember i'm thinking rita yeah is it rita and rita was the character anyway it doesn't matter but yes um 
fantastic, very good, uh, good music. Uh, you get that when you're a Jet uh, song stuck in your head for like days afterwards when you hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, my my favorite is Officer. Uh, what is it, Officer Krepke? Yes. Yes, that's my favorite song, and I could sit there and and listen to that song on re- on repeat. The like not the original, but like the um, the the one from the eighties. I don't know what it is about it, but like, that's it for me right there. Yeah, I haven't done, I haven't seen the remake. I don't know if I'm going to see the remake. I think I'm fine with the original one. Ah, uh, the remake was pretty good. I mean, it was okay. it was pretty good. I thought it was a lot hyped up. Uh, there was a bit of controversy around it, which you know, when you're dealing with a Broadway show being remade into a movie, I don't know if you necessarily need, you know any more like bad attention to it. Rita you know. Marino was the actress, by the way. So Who was it? Rita Marino. Rita. I told you it was Rita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't remember her last name, but I, I thought it was Rita, but I was obsessed with this show. Like the, the, the movie, the Natalie Wood movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I was a kid, like I was going to say, it's one of the ones that's good for kids. I think the like, kids will like it or be into at least, I guess our age. I guess we're not kids anymore. I don't know if if I showed it to my nephew if he'd be into it or not. But I I, I think it's entertaining for kids. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and it has a good like moral of the story, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I guess as much as you you can when you're talking about gangs and yeah. you know death. Yeah, it's gangs in the fifties though, so it's it's okay. <laughs> It's um I don't think it was on the list, but uh another gang one that I think I like a little better was Guys and Dolls. I think that's Oh a- my goodness, I didn't even write that down on my uh ones that are missing. I love Guys yeah. and Dolls. Dean Dean Martin and uh Martin not Martin, sorry, Frank Sinatra and Marlon Brando. It's just uh Okay, so I got to tell you a funny and, story. And the way they talk in that, that stilted. Apparently that was based, the, the guy wrote it to be that way. But they like they don't use contractions. It was very stilted. Uh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. I I saw that when um, I was a kid. I went to go see, it was a community, um, community theater. And they did Guys and Dolls. And the guy that played Sky Masterson, I just had the biggest crush on like, and he was several years older than me, but I just thought he was so good looking. And because I mean, part of that, you know, I fell in love with the character Sky Masterson. Mm -hmm. So like from the time I was like eight, nine years old, I always said that when, if I ever had a little boy, I would name my, my little boy Sky. I was going to name him Sky after guys and dolls and then oh, i married yeah. tom walker and i was like i can't name my kid I was gonna say, skywalker. I think I, skywalker there you go i was gonna say i know your son and his name's not sky that ruined it that ruined it yeah fair yeah. enough although i think that'd be cool but i i can see where you're coming from yeah so that ruined uh that ruined my eight-year-old dream of of having a son named sky after guys and dolls so yep but I, I absolutely love that show. That, yet again, was in, like, my top three for the longest time. Um, it's such a good show and, like, good when, music. When we, when we first started talking about doing this, I guess, months ago, I I, I actually went back and rewatched Guys and Dolls over again because 
I just there's one of the ones that I wanted to make sure I talked. And now it's been so long that I forget a lot of it, but just is his hypochondriac uh, girlfriend who he's been engaged to for like a decade. I forget yeah. was it seven years or something. Yeah, Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I, I wanted to be Adelaide. I like that was the role that I wanted to play on Broadway back when I didn't realize that like they took Broadway shows off of Broadway. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be her. Yeah. For, for the people that I guess I was going to say Tom and Bob, I don't know if Tom, I know Tom's probably listening in now, but uh, the, the concept or the story behind this is um, Frank Sinatra plays a, a, a gangster who runs a, a floating craps game and he can't find a place to do it. And there's, a couple of really big gamblers who show up to want to be in this craps game. So he's going to make a pile of money, but he just can't find a place for it. And um, one of the the gamblers is um, Marlon Brando and he bets Marlon Brando. He needs $5,000 to secure a place to play the game. He bets that with Marlon Brando that he can't get a girl to fall in love with him in a day. And he picks the girl that runs the, it's like some kind of church um, thing. And of course, he winds up like taking her to Cuba, like right after they meet, and uh, they do fall in love, and you know it ends with that. But it's still, I mean, it's just a weird concept, but it's fantastic. And then the style is like '40s New York gangster style. It, it, it's it's fun. It's a very fun movie. Oh, I love I love Guys and Dolls. And whenever I see like uh, people that have like signs or pillows, like "I love you, a bushel and a peck," that's where my brain goes. I'm like, you don't even know where that comes from, <laughs> you know. But that's a that's a good one. I yeah. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, the other one that's not on this list that it, I can understand why it's not on this list. Um, but Hedwig and the Angry Inch. I, mm-hmm. I that's one of the ones that I found in high school, and um, the music in that. So, like I went out and bought the soundtrack, and the soundtrack lived in my car because the soundtrack is just rock music i guess you could call it rock. i mean it doesn't really sound like a a broadway show and it, it's mm-hmm. that was uh, uh neil patrick harris wasn't it in the in one of them yeah the, i don't know if he was the original but he, no, it was the guy he that played. Wrote, he played hedwig in the movie but yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's another one that i for some reason just never got into and i don't even think that i've actually other than he performed one of the songs in a show and I watched that. Um, mm-hmm. But for some reason, like, it's really weird what what catches my interest and like I obsess over like what I know every word to every song. Yeah. And then like others are like, ah, yeah, that, that sounds like it's a cool show and I just have never never listened to it and this was again then when when you say out loud what the the plot is but it's um when he was a kid he was in germany uh during the cold war and he to escape west germany uh, this young boy youngish boy uh fell in love with a soldier got a botched sex change which left him with an angry inch do you think mm-hmm. uh but he did bring him to america he uh, done, like split up with the guy who brought him over the soldier and he met another guy and they started writing music together 
the guy took his music and became famous. So now the guy's touring with the music and playing stadiums and he'll play at buffets and little places at the same time. The guy's playing in the big place with the same music, just trying to, I guess, prove that it's his stuff. Mm. And um, it, it's, I mean, it's weird, but it's weird in a good way. That's definitely one I'll have to check out. Yeah, and, and it plays with, with gender identities because obviously Hedwig's, um, I guess he'd be transsexual, but he's uh, in the story after he breaks up with the other guy, he dates a woman who's in drag as a man. Hmm. So it's like a mixed couple that way. And, that's um, interesting. And I think that, like, that, not saying that that's like a common thread, but like, there, I mean, you've got, um, uh, what is it? My bro, my my mind went blank. And one of the big songs. Right? Site, the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, is another is another one like where like Broadway had that that uh, like I don't, I don't know what the 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 word for it is. Um, and and then what's interesting is that I've never seen that all the way through Rocky Horror Picture wow. Show. See, that's uh, that's also on the list that was down further on the thing. But yeah, Rocky Art Picture Show. Um, that's one of the ones that in high school, a friend took me to go see it in a small theater, the movie with uh, a live um, cast in front of it. So they actually like act out the thing and there's the whole audience participation where, where people kind of act along with the thing. Um, but Rich, Richard O'Brien was the guy that wrote that. And he was originally, a, wasn't Broadway because it was in England. Um, and he later brought it to Broadway, but the music in that's just fantastic. Um, I've listened to the music, music yeah. but I have never seen the movie all the way through. The original cast, who are also in the movie, were Tim Curry, who's amazing in everything he does, mm -hmm. and and comes from a like he's an amazing actor, but he actually he's recorded albums and stuff like that, so he's got that singing background. Um, and Meatloaf, uh, Meatloaf. Um, does a song in and plays a role, but uh, like he was in the original play too. He did uh, Broadway music, or he did musicals before he was the real Meatloaf. Mm -hmm. He um, was in the original run of Hair too, I think. And uh, and it's just one of those things. That it, it takes sci-fi movies. One that's not on this list is Hair. Yeah. I thought Hair was, but yeah, was it? I don't, I, know. I don't know. We can look as we're going. But um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show it takes sci-fi things and then just messes with them um yeah. it's well, my, mom, my mom had a very like warped sense of like what was allowed to be watched and oh, what okay. was not like i was not allowed to watch rocky horror picture show but like she was perfectly fine with me watching a chorus line which is not on this list but there is a song in there called tits and ass ah. she was okay with me going around singing that but I could not watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror and I've asked so that her like her that like recently. I'm like, why? And she was like, well, because a chorus line was really a Broadway musical. It was a real Broadway musical. Tits like, and ass right. is okay, but sweet transvestites bad. Yeah, yeah. Like I, she took me to go see a chorus line no. live. Like we went to Atlantic City and we watched it. Uh, so. Yeah, it was it was a little warped. It was a little warped. I like it like I mean, yeah. Gotcha. 
I could go all into it, but uh... Rocky Horror is one of the things that I, I've owned it on VHS, DVD, Blu-ray. Then I've had the soundtrack on um, CD, and then I went back and bought it on vinyl. Then I brought the Australian uh, cast on vinyl, and then there's a even another one. I think it's the audience participation one. So they actually recorded um, the movie being played with people in the audience doing the audience participation stuff, which is awesome. So it's like you're you're kind of there, even if you're oh, not. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. It, it's definitely something you should see live. Like, it, it plays better live the first time. And then, if you like it, you can watch it later. I just... I, I like the idea. I think it's just one of the things that hits... Uh, hits whatever part of my brain that uh, we're, I've been a big Tim Curry fan too. So and me oh, loves, I so. love Tim Curry. Yeah. 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 Okay. So next on the list, we have wicked and you, you mentioned earlier that you have not seen wicked. No, but I, I read the book when it first came out and I liked the idea of the book. Um, and I've read a couple I have also read the book. Yeah. I was very proud that I, I, um, I think that there's a sequel to it. There's a whole series of uh, books that he did. Um, it's very, just like the original, well, I was going to say just like the original, but it's very political. Um, yes. I think there's some politics in the original Oz books too, but this is really uh, like it's the witch before she became, from her side, it's the witch's yes. side of the story. Yeah. Like how she became wicked. Yeah. Like, and that's what I, I really like. Um, and there's another musical that's that's very similar, not very similar, but like on a similar line of that. Um like I like when they take a story that everybody knows mm -hmm. and they retell it in a different way, like some like a way that you never even thought of. Actually, th there's several that I really like that go along that same mm -hmm. line that, that makes you think like, mm -hmm. oh, OK, well, I never thought of like why the Wicked Witch was wicked, you know, but um, I did. We saw this in Chicago and um it was a fantastic show i this was the show that finally pushed phantom out of the number one spot okay i became obsessed with this and um katie actually really wants to go see it uh we listen to the album all the time um and i don't know i don't know if it's still in the number one spot but I mean, it's up there. Like, if it's not number one, then it's number two. But um, which is saying a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would highly recommend it. It's fantastic. The Chicago, the like the touring. Uh, that's what we saw was the tour, and that was great. Even though I think that it might be coming off Broadway. Yeah. I can't be speaking there, but I think. Okay. It says in in the the woman who played uh, Alphaba that Indina Menzel, she was um, the Frozen girl. The, the yes. Of, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she yeah. was also in Rent. Okay. She was in um, the original cast of Rent and played Maureen in the movie Rent. So I mean, she's a phenomenal actress, and she was married to Tay Diggs. Not not anymore, but like she was. But yeah, that's a that's a fantastic show. And then we have Kinky Boots, and this is the Cindy Lauper 
musical, and I've not seen it. No, I've, I've not seen it either, but I am a big Cindy Lauper fan. Um, I would love to go see it based on purely that Wayne Brady played the lead character at some point. Like, okay. I would love to see Wayne Brady do kinky boots. Like, yet again, I think it's like, I I, I could be misspeaking, but I think it's like cross-dressing type yeah, situation. It says the, so, story, the story follows this guy who partners with a drag queen and they produce a line of high-heeled boots to save his father's shoe factory. Yeah. So Wayne Brady played the, the like, the cross-dresser. So... Uh, I would have loved to have seen that, like, because I I love Wayne Brady. I love Wayne Brady. I think that he's super talented. I guess this was years ago now, but I was watching. I was with my mom, and she was watching her soap opera, and Wayne Brady was like a doctor on the soap opera that stole a baby. He was the bold and the beautiful, and I just found it fascinating that Wayne Brady was on a soap opera. Yeah, that doesn't. I don't think that like I don't know like I can't see him being serious. Well, he stole a baby, so it wasn't that. So it was, I guess it was serious for a soap opera. Yeah. Oh, your baby died. I have it in my basement. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But no, Cindy Lauper was, she was just, Cindy Lauper was coming, or was big when I was uh, in puberty. She was like one of those first crushes kind of things. It's like, uh, Oh, I just I love Cindy Crawford or Cindy Lauper, um, Cindy Crawford too, but uh, Cindy Lauper, like back from the Goonies, which the Goonies are good enough, and uh, girls just want to have fun music video, mm-hmm. and then uh, taking this back to wrestling, she, uh, um, she I don't know if she she probably introduced me to Captain Lou Albano, like I probably knew him from her stuff before I knew him as a wrestler, and then as Mario from the Mario Brothers. Yeah, I could see I could see her like writing like a really good musical. And I you know, talking about that like because it's like her music that's in the musical. Um Billy Joel had his own musical moving up. And I I, I totally forgot about that too. Um I listened I've listened to that album quite a bit. But, I mean, I love Billy Joel, so that so I guess these are like Mamma Mia, where it's just their songs being played through the musical. Yes. Well, I you know what? I I, I, I could we be misspeaking. Kinky Boots could be like original music that she wrote. Gotcha. But like um, we, we just actually uh, went to New York. And um, for my birthday, Tom and my mom got me tickets to the Broadway Museum, which is absolutely fantastic. And I would recommend anybody and everybody to go if you have any kind of interest in Broadway musicals. Um, and they called it jukebox musicals. Okay, gotcha. So like it, it was like Jersey Boys yeah. and like B- Billy Joel's moving up, like uh, Mamma Mia. It's like they took the music that these recording artists became famous for and there's a new one i can't remember what the new one was but then they made a musical out of it and it it, like they had a whole section just for like jukebox musicals 
Gotcha. It was kind of it was kind of interesting. Apparently, Harvey Firestein wrote the book for it. For Kinky Boots. Yeah. I don't know. I remember a video of I think it was Wayne Brady coming out with the boots and handing it to the next person that was taking over the role or somebody was handing the boots to him. I can't remember, but like there's like this whole like tradition that goes on with it. Gotcha. I mean, I, I, it sounds like it's a cool musical. I just I have not had the chance to watch it. Well, I'm going to add it to my uh... Was too interesting. And then next on our list is uh, my mom's absolute least favorite, Fiddler on the Roof. If I were a rich man, yeah, uh, or a matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Um, this is one that like I watched when I was a kid, maybe a couple of times. But it was definitely not one that like I would want to sit there like Hamilton. Like I could watch back, like over and over and over. Gotcha. It'd be like, ah, oh, I watched Fiddler on the Roof. I'm good for ten years. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it once or twice. Um, when I whenever I think of this now, uh, besides the Barbra Streisand, um, the dad uh, Topol, he was in uh, Flash Gordon as the the scientist guy, the mad scientist. Oh, that's we, we weird. Think of that, yeah. Yeah, that's really weird. Dr. Zarkov. I think he's Greek. He's not even uh, Jewish, I think. Really? Yeah. I could be wrong. I guess I could look Dad? The dad, Topol. Yeah, is the name of the uh, the guy. Huh. That's interesting. Family's here flat. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, no. He's definitely Jewish. Never mind. Well, he's, he's from Palestine, uh, now Israel. <laughs> thought he was Greek, but I, I was wrong. He's the same guy, though. I just had his... Uh, his You're thinking of Mamma Mia. <laughs> That's Greek. That's Greek. He was the first Israeli actor to ever be nominated for an Academy Award. Hmm. Yeah, yeah it, it's just like, I don't know. Like, it's a good musical, but it's also like... I don't know, I find it kind of boring. It was so good that Gwen Stefani stole the song for one of her solo albums. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm going to have that stuck in my head now. Yep. All right. Next up, we got Chicago. Chicago. And um, I saw this maybe when I was like a sophomore or junior in high school with um, with my choir. We, we did a trip up to watch a Broadway musical like once a year. Um, and I had no idea what it was about, <laughs> it, like went completely over my head. And it wasn't until the movie came out and I actually sat down and watched the movie where I was like, oh, this is so good. But I didn't know what I what I was watching because it, like it was just a bunch of cages and yeah. like women like dancing around these cages. And like I didn't understand the plot like at all. But when I finally saw the movie, it was like, it all clicked. And then I got obsessed with the movie for like the longest time. <laughs> not, not that it ever hit like the top five, mm -hmm. but like, I would say it, like top 10. 
Yeah, this is another one of those gangstery type ones where there's a, uh, you know, stuff going on behind the scenes and double crosses and stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it's definitely good. I've seen it once or twice. Um, I was is... ready to confuse it with the other one. Uh, the next one's like my mom's favorite. Uh, well, the movie version she saw. I don't think she ever saw the the musical, but. Um, well, Chicago was one of yeah. the ones that I wanted to play Roxy Hart. You, you notice that I wanted to play all these characters that were totally not my personality. Mm -hmm. And I had no acting chops to um, to pull it off. But like that, I wanted to play Roxy Hart. Yeah. After I saw the movie, after I saw the movie, at, when I saw the show, I had no, I could, I could have probably not even told you what her name was. That was uh, Renee Zellweger's part, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that cast was great for the movie. Mm -hmm. I felt like they all like pulled their parts off like perfect. Um, what was the name of the guy? He was in Step Brothers. He did the oh, John, John Riley. John Riley is actually a he's I don't like that other guy, Will Ferrell, uh, but I think John Riley's uh, funny and entertaining. I like I like him a lot. Yeah, I loved his performance in that, and like it was such a not a small part in that, mm -hmm. but um, like as not a lead, I felt like his song was so good. Queen Latifah so too, but it was a really good uh, part in that. The, who? the Queen Latifah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so then next we have Moulin Rouge, Rouge, the musical. Yeah, that's the one with, um, oh, well, I just had his name in my head, and now I forgot it. He played Obi-Wan, right, The the in the remakes? Why can't, Ewan McGregor? Is that the Ewan McGregor one? Mm, no. Okay. Um, what is his name? Um... Uh, Aaron Tavet. Okay. Aaron Tavet is in Moulin Rouge currently. Oh, no, I don't okay. know. I'm sorry. I was going with the movie. He was in the movie version. It's him, him and John Leguizamo. Well, the only reason why I know that is because I had the biggest crush on Aaron Tavet after um, he he played in um, he was in Les Mis the movie. Okay. And I mean, like he is hot in that movie and um he's gone on to have you know some good roles since then but he's currently right now on like doing moulin rouge on broadway okay. but like he's coming off like he's in his like last weeks don't ask me how i know this i we were just up there so i don't stalk the guy it's okay. <laughs> they don't listen. Well, you know, yeah. But um, I've never seen the show, and I've never seen the movie. Oh, the movie's entertaining. Well, yeah, I, I think it's entertaining. Um, and it's like I said, my, my mom kind of she likes Ewan McGregor, so um, she brings it up every time she. Well, and then I always think of the music video that came out when this was out because it was on like MTV yeah. and everything like constantly with a. Uh, Christina, Christina Aguilera yeah. and my, uh, what was her name? Maya. I, I don't know the rest of them. That's all that matters. Christina Aguilera in her Christina Aguilera uh, 
sexy outfits. Yes. Yes. Actually, at the um, at the Broadway Museum, they had one of the outfits from Moulin Rouge. And I didn't even post that on Facebook because it was so racy. But I mean, like, it was a pretty costume. Uh, but I couldn't post it on Facebook. Uh, I I would love to see this. Like, I would love to see it. I Like, yet again, just I don't know why. This was, I'm looking at this now, and it, this is one of the ones, too, where they're singing, uh, at least in the movie, I don't know if it was in the musical, but they mix modern songs into the soundtrack. So, like, there was that whole, um, they did Diamond Dogs by David Bowie. They just start singing, like, in the movie. Hmm. And, so, uh, it's kind of like a things. jukebox yeah. musical. Like a virgin. That's right. I remember that. Hmm. But it kind of works, because they're doing it um, as part of the show that they're doing so it's like i forget what they call that where it's happening inside of the there's a term for it where they're playing the music and everyone in the show can hear the music too so it's kind of like cabaret which is also on this list where Mm -hmm. they're putting a show on for people that yes are not the audience per se dyadic 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 they did, but I forget what it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. Nope. I don't know. But that's pretty cool. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, and it's um Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman, I think was the female lead. Hmm. And uh it was it was it was okay. It was like a, during Nicole Kidman's height, so yeah. I want to say it was pre Tom Cruise Nicole Kidman too, but it could be wrong. No. No? Okay. I don't think so, because didn't that movie come out in, like, 2000? 2001? 2001. So, yeah, they were, like, married in the 90s. That might have been, like, right when they were married. Gotcha. I think. So the next up we have Aladdin. And um I've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I didn't even know it was a, a Broadway musical. I've I've seen the movie. I did know that it was a Broadway musical because I watched a video and this was several years ago. They were they were traveling somewhere and they got like laid over in an airport. Like the whole cast of Aladdin got stuck and they were with another cast. And I thought, I think it might've been like the cast of Lion King. I don't know where they were all traveling, but like everybody was just stuck. So then they started just singing the songs from their show, like in the middle of the airport. And Mm -hmm. like people were like recording it and like they were dancing. And all I remember is the guy that played Aladdin was there. And like, that's the only reason why I knew that this was a Broadway show was from that little video on, on Facebook, like several years ago. And I think it was Lion King was the, the other musical. I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong, but 
Now I'm curious. I'm going to have to look it up. It says, well, it was on a list of the top ones, so apparently it was a success, but it only won one Tony Award uh, for Genie, who won Best Performance. Yeah, and I remember that, like, he was very good, and he was very believable. Like, very, very believable. Yeah. yeah. And then the next one is Lion King, and... Ooh. I don't know. I've never had an interest in seeing this film. See, I think that would be neat to see live just because of the costuming and stuff, but I've never, like I saw the movie, I've never seen the the musical. Yeah, I think like out of like, see, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to go see any of the broad, like the Disney Broadway. Don't get me wrong. Like, and I found this out through um, the, the Disney, not the Disney, the, the, Broadway Museum, like back in the 90s, like Broadway was like in really bad shape. Mm-hmm. And they found this like awakening when broad uh, when Disney came in and actually put money into Broadway. So like they opened these shows and like they basically saved Broadway. So it's kind of like, all right, thank you, Disney, for that. But like, also, like, I don't want to see the Little which, Mermaid on stage. Which, like, I don't want to see The Lion King. Which I've is seen those shows. fascinating because those movies saved Disney. Disney was failing in the the early '90s too. None of their movies were doing that great. And then they did. Uh, I forget which one. Maybe The Little Mermaid was first. I forget which one, but that kind of brought them back. I think and it then, was a Little Mermaid. Yeah, and then they went from a Little was. Mermaid to Aladdin to uh, Beauty and the Beast being one of the bigger ones. Yeah, and yeah. like they they do have um, Beauty. Well, Beauty and the Beast was on Broadway. Yeah. Like it's like basically all the big Disney hits have been on Broadway. Well, the, um, the music's already written for you. Add a couple another a couple more songs. Yeah, you, you do some fancy work, and there you go. It's already like half the work's done. And. And really, I mean, when you think about it, like I've I've had several people ask me, like they're going to New York and they're like, okay, well, what show should we go see? And it's like, if you're not big into musicals, you can't go wrong with going and seeing a Disney show. Yeah. Like if you like Lion King, then you, chances are you're probably going to like it up on stage, you know? Like it, it's kind of a safe bet for people that don't want to spend the money and see a show that they might not like like um a couple of my friends uh they don't like rap so it was kind of like i wouldn't recommend go see in hamilton you know yeah um but you might like the lion king you know so i i, I do see the 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 big appeal of it and especially well, like kids or if you like it. smash mouth you go see shrek the musical <laughs> yeah 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 so, but I mean, like, kids could go see Shrek, too. I, I mean, I mean I, pretty much anybody could go see Shrek. It, it's not on the list, but at the same time, they had um, uh, the Mel Brooks Frankenstein movie, which why can't I think of? Young Frankenstein. Duh. Mm-hmm. Which um, I don't know if that was any good or not, but that sounds like something that I would have enjoyed. Hmm. Anyway, was that, next, next was that on Broadway, or was that just a movie? It, it, was, on, it was on Broadway. Oh. Young, Young yeah, Frankenstein, the musical. I don't, I don't think it did good. I think it, it must have been after the producers. So like, let's see what other Mel Brooks stuff we could do. And uh, they settled on Young Frankenstein for whatever reason. Could be. 
Could be. Uh, next on the list is uh, The Sound of Music. More Nazis. Yes, more Nazis. Um, and, this uh, is Mary, also... That's Mary like, Poppins, too, right? The the Julie Andrews, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. This is not, like, one of my favorites. Like, I mean, I know that that, that sounds absolutely horrible, but, like, the my favorite things, yeah. it grates on my nerves. Like, I just think it's too many kids. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, and the do re mi song and uh, a doe, a deer. We had to sing that in school. Yeah, and um, the favorite things: a spoonful of sugar. I think that's from the same. No, that's from Mary. No, Poppins. that's from Mary Poppins. Yeah. Um, so long, farewell. That was it. That's you are there. sixteen, going yeah. on seventeen. I mean, like it's just like the music's just ingrained in your brain, oh, yeah. and like. This like, is a very, very going back to like, this is a safe one. It's like, well, if you don't think, don't know that you like music, you'll probably find something in this you'll enjoy. At least yeah. 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 And yet again, like the, the, the story behind it is heartwarming and yeah. nice and, and all that. But like, it, it would not be one of the ones that I would choose to go no, see. I got you. You know. Uh, there, there's not like anything that's like show stopping. The hills are alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, next one up is Into the Woods. Um, and this is that this was one of my favorites for several years. I saw this um live at like a community theater mm -hmm. and um. I was not a big fan of the movie. Uh, but if you go and you listen to like the original Broadway cast with Bernadette Peters, it's fantastic. Oh, I do like Bernadette Peters. Yeah, like and Bernadette Peters yeah. plays the um the witch, and yet again, kind of like a precursor to Wicked, they kind of explain why she's the wit like why she's wicked like they they give a backstory to her and like it it it's kind of fun because it's like it's all these storybook characters that their their stories intertwine and like the people that you think are good like make mistakes and you know some of them just aren't good and some of them are selfish and then like they have to deal with the consequences of their their story or like somebody else's story and like i mean it, it's just it's really it's it's a it's a well done show my mom absolutely hates it <laughs> but i love it i love the music to it and as i said like bernadette peters you can't get any better than bernadette peters so did yeah it's a sondheim who did a lot of the other ones on this list yeah sondheim is a is a huge um broadway composer uh, composer yeah and then we have rent and this was have you ever seen rent no, it, it's one of the ones that I want to see. Like, I know the story of it, and I know a couple of the songs. I've never actually seen the uh, the musical or, or anything. This, I mean, it's a it's a really good 
it's a really good show. Um, yeah. And the movie is so well done, even though I never got, I never did get to see it live. Mm -hmm. um, the movie, they brought back like the majority of the original cast. So yet again, you had Adele, I'm saying it wrong. It's uh, Idina Menzel. Okay, I'm okay, saying okay. it like, what's his yeah. name? Said it. Frozen, Frozen Girl. Frozen. Yeah. Elsa. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they, they brought back, I think, uh, like, everybody but, like, one person. And it was because, like, her character was supposed to be, like, 19 in the show. Okay. And by the time the movie came around, she felt that she looked too old to reprise her, um, uh, her role. So they brought, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, she was in Clerks too. What is her name? Clerks too. I can see her Ro face. Ro Rosaria Dawson. Yes, Rosaria Dawson. Okay. They brought her in, and she did a pretty good job, like being up against like all these like very seasoned. Well, Rosaria Dawson was also in a movie called Kids, which I think has a similar storyline. It, it's people dealing with AIDS and uh, just life on the street, kind of, which is. I think what rents about. Mm -hmm. yeah. She's got like a pretty good singing voice. Like yeah. it really did. It really did um, surprise me. Interesting. I, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't picture her as a singer either. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then interestingly enough, one of the leads in that, in the original um, is the guy that accused. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. 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 So, okay. um, yeah. He's, one of the guys from that is that guy. Okay. So very interesting, very interesting. But there's just like a list I'm keeping on the side here of stuff that I'm probably going to go back and watch eventually. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, Wrench definitely on there. Uh, the next one on the list, I, I don't, I've never seen the musical, but I have listened to the soundtrack mm -hmm. of the musical. In fact, I listened to it uh, yesterday before we, uh, when Tom mentioned we might be doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and I've seen the movie, like the original movie uh a lot um it's hairspray it's uh based off of a john waters movie um john waters has written uh at least one musical enough he did cry baby which is a fantastic johnny depp uh movie um which was a musical with iggy pop and it's just really good and hairspray is uh yeah 1960s baltimore um Baltimore song just got stuck in my head the rest of the oh day. My goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I sing it to my kids all the time, which is not like I cut off the inappropriate stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's um yeah, basically uh racial integration in uh Baltimore in the sixties. Then it's just uh, John Waters is awesome. I, I can't recommend John Waters enough. And um this is probably one of his most accessible movies, Harrison. Mm -hmm. Um, and it has such a good like lesson behind it. Oh, like yeah. there's several lessons that go. Yeah, it just, yeah, it's not just racial integration, but it's um your your main star. At least in the original movie, it was Ricky Lake, and it was about yeah. a uh, a big woman becoming a dancer on a like bandstand kind of show, mm -hmm. and falling in love with the the lead of the dance show. Yeah. The one thing that I will say that I did not care for when um, uh, the, the latest one that they did was a uh, it was Hairspray Live. And. Um, and I can't remember what the character's name is. It's like it, Ricky Lake's character's best friend. 
and they casted Ariana Grande and like <laughs> it was like it was all wrong and everybody oh. was like oh she did such a great job and I'm like yeah no like as crazy as it is there was a, another movie that Amanda Bynes was that character from all that. Yeah, and that she was the, did a fantastic job. Yeah, that was the the John Travolta one. That I think they made that. I don't know if it was before the musical or after. It was around the same time as the musical was out. And um, the original, I don't remember who it was, but her parents were played by Sonny Bono and Debbie Harry from Blondie. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember much about the Ricky Lake version, actually. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, but, I know where you. Yeah, the Ariana Grande was like a no go for me. I mean, I don't, I don't mind her, and I don't mind. Like, I, I really don't. I she um, was not a good fit for that role. Yeah, I, I don't know much about her other than that she just. I think she looks weird. I think she looks way too young. Yeah. She this young look. Uh, she weirds me out for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe yeah. high ponytail. High ponytail is kind of weird. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that's weird. There's a lot that's weird. Anyway, the next this is like the rich part of the list because we just went from hairspray, and the next one on the list is Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Which uh, again, this started out like in the '60s as a Roger Corman black and white movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, everyone knows right? a monster plan eats people, and then um, in the '80s they turned it into a musical with Rick Moranis, which was and, uh, one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, one of my favorite movies. It's... But you know what really surprised me looking at this list? Did you see who wrote the music? Uh, no, Alan Menken. Okay. Huh. He wrote Aladdin. Oh, okay. And it was kind of like, oh, I did not know that. Like, uh, how many hundreds of times have I watched Little Shop of Horrors and I never don't, knew? I don't yeah. know if it's the same music in the Broadway play as it is in the one with Rick Moranis, but I still, I it's been forever since I've seen it, but I can still sing. Um, I am. Oh, I'll be a dentist. I got that song stuck in my head, and uh, the the Greek chorus played by the 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 black girls, the the, the black the black yeah. doo-wop girls. It's just just awesome stuff. Oh yeah, and, and, and like course, the harmonies that they do yeah. is just fantastic. Uh, the the Audrey to the plant is Levon Levon Helm. It's the guy from the Four Tops. He's a a very mm -hmm. well at the time he was a famous singer, and um. When I was a kid, uh, well, I guess we're the same age, uh, there was a cartoon, too, that didn't last long, but it was uh, a very bad Little Shop of Horrors cartoon. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that. But, it, I mean, that is, and I have seen that um, done by, like, a high school. So, yeah. you know, not, like, professional quality or anything like it that. In, in the Rick Moranis one, uh, you got Steve Martin as the dentist, and mm -hmm. the a uh, patient who loves pain is played by Bill Murray in the original Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. It was a very young Jack Nicholson who played the uh, the the patient, the guy who really likes mm. the pain. I'm gonna tell all my friends about you. That guy. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. 
yeah i mean i obsessed over that movie when i was a kid all the time which is funny because i think my kid my kids have seen it like once but i also think that th that is where my fear of dennis came from right there yeah little shot little shot the horrors do, 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 do. So uh, next is In the Heights. And um, this is another Lin-Manuel Miranda musical. Um, I have not seen this. They just put out a movie. Um, and I still have not seen it. But I do want to see it. Um, interestingly enough, like, in this and in Hamilton, I don't know what he plays in um, in the Heights, but in Hamilton he plays um, George Washington, and it's Chris Jackson. That's his name, and he is from around where we live. So like he grew up here, okay, and he's kind of like the hometown hero, like quietly. Where you live. Huh? Where you live. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where we live. Like he grew up pretty close around here. So like that's like kind of our like little connection. Okay. And I know that he was in the Heights. He, um, he actually was uh, the father in Moana because uh, Miranda wrote the music for Moana too. Okay. So like it's kind of interesting that like a lot of the same people that were in Hamilton are also in the Heights. And then several of them made appearances in Moana. It's just, it's kind of weird how that, I keep on hitting my mic. It's kind of weird how that, how that, how that works, you know, but um, yeah, I've not seen it. I would like to see it just, you know, when you have kids that don't like musicals, it's hard to catch gotcha. it. You know, sit down and watch them. You know. Well, I'm sure the kids will like the next one on the list. We got uh, good old Mary Poppins, which again I didn't know was a Broadway play. I think I knew about it, but yet again, it, I don't know if it's one that I would necessarily go see. Like yeah. I think that yet again, like I wouldn't want to ruin the like the the movie in my yeah. head. Um, and now that you, you say that, I think my kids have only seen it like once. So I'm, I am a horrible Broadway mom. I'm a horrible Broadway mom. I've done this to myself. Um, just but yeah, it's just one of those movies that I don't think of, but like, I love it. I mean, it's got, I mean, it's got, uh, Julie Andrews and it's got Dick Van Dyke, you know, I mean, like what else? It has a bird lady. I mean, what else can well, you ask And for? And, and uh, going back to where I live, um, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, the uncle, the crazy uncle, who was also the Mad Hatter. He was a Philadelphia local, and I can't think of his name now because I've had too much to drink again. Edwin. Edwin. Uh, Philadelphian Edwin, yes. Oh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That is pretty cool. I didn't know that. Uh, Singing in the Rain, next. Uh, 
I've never seen that. Uh, it's, it's a fantastic uh, movie. This is a silent actor uh, going into sound film. And um, yeah, it's just one of those classic ones that you, you at least need to see once or twice. Uh, I don't know much about the musical, but I know about the movie. It says it follows the same plot. So it's just fun. It's a very fun movie. I mean, I've seen the scene. I've seen the famous oh, yeah. scene, but I've never like seen the movie. So I'm not sure. Um, next we have My Fair Lady, and this was another one of my favorites. I was going to play Eliza Doolittle when I grew up. Um, I had the, you know, the what is that? What what is that accent called? Cockney. Yeah. Um, like I would spend hours practicing. Oh, my accent i just i loved this movie i loved it I, I like i thought it was so well done um but actually uh julie andrews originated the role of eliza doolittle on broadway and then when the movie came up something happened i can't remember what happened but they offered it to Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn, yeah. Yes. Who I, I think is fantastic. Um, and that's how um, Julie Andrews got uh, Mary Poppins. Okay. But okay. she's like, yeah, actually. Oh, it doesn't say there. Going back to Audrey Hepburn, um, Breakfast at Tiffany's is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think it's fantastic, and everyone should watch it. And I think she's insanely hot. And uh, Sabrina with uh, Humphrey Bogart is another one of my big favorites. So you put Humphrey Bogart in a movie with Audrey Hepburn, and it's uh, it's really good. That's another one that I have not seen. Uh, Sabrina's it's a love story. It's a uh, it's a stupid love story, but it's it's entertaining. She's in love with, she's the chauffeur, chauffeur, yeah. She's the chauffeur's daughter. She's in love with the younger brother of the family that they chauffeur for. And uh, he's a womanizer and just like bangs whatever he uh, things. Hmm. And um, they send her off to become a chef in Paris. And she has a glow up while she's in Paris. So she comes back all hot. And the younger brother falls in love with her because she's hot now and not just the chauffeur's daughter. And um, Humphrey Bogart's the older brother who's all business and has never been in love. And he's like, well, you can't fall in love with her. you got to marry this other woman so we can have their plastic business. So uh, the brother, the younger brother winds up getting injured. I don't know why we're talking about Sabrina now. The younger brother gets <laughs> injured. And um, Humphrey Bogart winds up taking her like on little dates and stuff while the brother is supposed to be uh, – healing and he winds up falling in love with her and they fall in love with each other kind of as they're kind of getting her off the mind of the other one and uh it's weird because audrey Hepburn's obviously either a teenager in her 20s while this is going on and humphrey bogart is obviously in his 40s so it's a big big age difference but it's it's cute the way they do it hmm. and then breakfast at tiffany's is just breakfast at tiffany's that's just truman capote and uh I, I don't know the male lead's name, but he's fantastic. And 
if you look past the Mickey Rooney playing the Asian guy, it's a fantastic movie. Wow, I have to yeah, check them she out. She's not seen either of them. Yeah. You know, my 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 jam was My Fair Lady. <laughs> That's about as cultured as I was growing up. The rain okay, so in next falls mainly on the plane. Huh? The rain in Spain uh, falls mainly. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, next we have uh, yet again one of my favorites, uh, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Um, and there is a, um, stage recording of this, like they're actually like up on the stage and they like, like Hamilton, where they record the actual like stage show. And that is like phenomenal. But then when they redid it with, um, Johnny Depp, like, I loved that too. That's, like, that's the one I know. I've seen that a couple of times. Um, it, it's, it's a little different. Like they, they changed some stuff, um, with the movie. Um, but I mean, like it's so well done and this was, um, Sondheim mm -hmm. and the music behind it is like genius because he took, uh, I, I'm probably going to butcher it. Diaz Ira, which is like the old Catholic dirge about judgment day. And like, he like laces that throughout the show. So like every time, like somebody's going to die, like the death song plays mm -hmm. and like, like even like, like uh, Todd's daughter, when she's singing her little thing, it has the song in it, but it's like reversed. Yeah. Like it's absolutely brilliant. Um, there's a YouTube video on it that the guy goes in and he like basically like takes apart the the music of it and shows like just the brilliance behind it and it does like it um like knowing that going back and watching either of them because mm -hmm. it's in both the movie and the stage show it like gives you a sense of like dread and like uneasiness and that's not even like that's like besides the whole like killing people and eating meat pies yeah i was gonna you say know, like, it doesn't it may not have nazis in it but it's got cannibalism so it's just as good yeah but it's it's like it it, it like i don't know like it it's and like revenge. it's just a really good revenge and of course the movie had alan rickman uh which is just he's he's fantastic in everything yeah I'm surprising. Um, I remember Sasha Baron Cohen's song being really well, like like really good, rather. Yeah, he and did really surprised. well. Yeah, like I like Sasha Baron Cohen, but I never really thought of him as a singer, and that he was yeah, it's good. Or like a serious, like yeah. in a serious role, like like he did really really well. He did like the the whole cast was really well planned out. You yeah. know, they they did oh, they did was... really good. It was but the stage show is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. It was a Tim Burton Johnny Depp movie, so they're they're usually entertaining. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and and they they paid tribute to the stage show very well. They didn't mm -hmm. like try to reinvent the wheel. They they took what was great about it and they managed to translate it to a like a movie, you yeah. know instead of just the stage 
So up next, we've got Newsies the musical. I'm sure that you watch this every day. Yeah, you know, I, I know that there was a movie in the 90s. Um, I didn't know. Like, I never saw that, and I never saw the musical. Apparently, it's another Alan Menken, though. You know, I was going to say, it's another Alan Menken. Yeah. Alan Menken apparently is a uh, Broadway dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I've never, I've never seen the movie. Okay, I've never so seen the musical. I've let, heard. Let's skip that and go to the next one then, because the next one's the one I've been waiting to talk about, because it's the yes. one that's probably my favorite on the list, even with Rocky Horror Picture Show. And it's one of the ones that I never expected to like. Like, I, I read what it was about. Like, oh, this sounds really good. I got to watch it. And then I watched it like, well, this is really good. And then the music just stuck in my head. And then I got the soundtrack and it was like, I'm really listening to a musical soundtrack just for fun. And uh -huh. it, it's, it's it's cabaret. It's, it's Nazi Germany in the 20s with like sex. Lots and lots of sex with like threesomes and women having sex together. And there's a whole song by Joel Gray called Two Women, or either two ladies rather, where he talks about having sex with two ladies at the same time. And it's got the money song. The money, money, money makes the world go around the world. Yeah, it's you just, know what's funny? It's I was allowed to watch this, but I was not allowed to <laughs> Which is just nuts. Because like I said, it, it, she she's... Do they actually come out and say that she's a, a, a prostitute? She's pretty much a prostitute. Uh, yeah, hey, I, think, I think that that yeah, was... Yeah. I think that then, that's, like, implied. And then she falls in love with a man whore, and they're being kept by this other rich guy who's just like, well, come, stay in my villa, and we'll have sex together with everyone in all different kinds of ways. Well, Joe Gray dresses in makeup and sings at the cabaret. Yes. Joe Gray, by the way, is... Um, is it the dirty dancer's dad who yeah. came out later as gay? He's just like, oh, I know I have kids and I was married, but I'm a gay man. And it's just. Well, and you're completely awesome. going by that it's a uh, Liza Minnelli. Yes. So, you know, it's uh, what's her name's uh, uh, daughter. Yeah. And it's like one of the best songs in musical. Like, it, like one of my favorite songs is that. Um, maybe this time for the first time like i love that i love it especially if like whoever's singing it does it right it's just, beautiful i remember there's just a random scene where they're driving uh, out of town and nazis are beating up people standing in a line because it's like i said it's germany right during the rise of power so it's it's all this stuff going on while germany's falling to the nazis it's just yeah wow yeah yeah uh, yeah, yet again, I was allowed to watch that, but I wasn't allowed to watch Two Rocky Ladies. There's a whole song about having sex with two ladies. Da -da 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 -da. There's nothing wrong ladies. with that. Da -da -da -da. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, nothing wrong. All right, so that, then we have Music Man, and I saw this on Broadway. Um, and the cool thing about this is that it's got uh, Hugh Jackman, even though he is coming off of broadway like real I, he, I think he's in his last like weeks of being on broadway um not one of my favorite shows it's like a con artist goes into a small town and like basically tells the people that you know they've got a problem that their their kids are going to be corrupted um and uh, because of the pool house, like the pool, the pool table, like pool tables, you know, 
Mm -hmm. So they need to start a marching band, but the problem is that he doesn't know how to actually play. He just sells them the instruments and then leaves. But I mean, like it's a cute show, but not one of my favorites. Isn't I think the Simpsons? Yes, yes, yeah. the monorail. Yeah, monorail, monorail. That, yeah, monorail. Yeah, find this on the web. That's like all I know about the music, man. And Shib is that Shibuti? Did Shibuti come from yeah. there too? Yes. Yeah, that, that's because that's an uh, that's an actual song. Now I will say, the music's really good. The, the music's really good. So like, if you go, um, if you go and you listen to it, like there's the Shibuti, and then there's, uh, there's one where it's um a bunch of ladies and they're like gossiping, and I can't remember. It's like chick chick a little, peck a little. I mean, like, they're literally, like, it's, like, imitating chickens. It's pick a little, talk a little. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. They're, they're, like, they're literally, like, imitating chickens. So, I mean, like, it's a it's a cute show. Okay. It's a really cute show, and it's really well done. And there's some, like, there's uh, one of the prettiest, I wouldn't even say it's a love song, but I sing it to my kids all the time. Um, it's, like, uh, good night, good night, my someone. Yeah. Like basically like, you know, like she's like saying goodnight to whoever her love is, even though she doesn't know who they are. I mean, there there's some really good music in it. It's just that like I don't know. It it doesn't have the showy Apparently the Beatles thing. covered uh, a song from it too till there was you. Yes. Yeah. Who covered it? The Beatles. Oh. On their first, their first album, Meet the Beatles. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I would recommend it. Okay. I would recommend it. it. It's not one that I absolutely hate, but... I think I'm going to watch Rent first. I'll put it on the list. Yes, yeah. Definitely put the next one on the list. It's Beauty and the Beast, the musical. We don't have to spend too much time on it, other than the fact that we can say that it was also... The music was written by Alan Merkin. So, or Menken, or however you say his name. Yet another one. Uh, the only thing I can say about this, do you remember that show, Trading Places? Yes. Paige, the, the host? Yes. She played the French duster. Oh, the, the duster, feather duster? Yes, on Broadway in, in Beauty and the Beast. I don't know why that stuck with me all these years. Do you ever see the show um, uh, uh, Love It or List It? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the the decorator in that, um, in the very beginning of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which you've never seen, so I don't know why I'm telling you this, but at the very beginning of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, there's a wedding happening. Uh, she's the bride in the wedding. Oh. She's Is she the one that has the white... No, that's not the one that has the white stripe. There's a there's a song um where Brad uh, 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 proposes to her and he gives her the rings. It's nicer than Betty Monroe had. She plays Betty Monroe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I'll have to. I, I have to sit down and watch it. Gotcha. I have to sit down and watch it. I have to call my mom and ask for permission first. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is Come From Way. Never heard of this thing. And um, I've heard of it, but I don't know what it's about. 
it's I think a people that just like talk and sing. It's a nine eleven uh, musical. It's a story set in Gander, a town in Canada where thirty eight planes from the nine eleven attacks landed. And it's about the residents and the refugees in the weeks following the attacks. So we're going to skip that one. Yeah, I don't know if I would. Um, I would really care for that. The next one, though, uh, who, uh, who the hell do you think you are? Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. This is. I said that Phantom was my favorite, but like, I think that from like when I was old enough to talk like if i had to do like my longest favorite musical like it would be jesus christ Superstar. like this like i know every word of this movie and i have watched every version of it and like i just absolutely love it and this is another instance where, like, <clears throat> kind of like Wicked, where they kind of put the backstory of, you know, like, this is why she was Wicked. Like, I feel like with this, they, like, give Judas a backstory. Mm -hmm. Like, instead of, like, Judas was bad, he did this and whatever, like they made him like part of the plan and like they also like made jesus like double think which is like not what like the story that you, you get told but it makes a lot of sense but like the whole story of it is put to like really awesome rock music yes. and like I, this, I said, this is I, I know every word yeah I've never seen the show, but I've heard the soundtrack a couple of times. Oh, you have to see the show. Like, my favorite is the the movie from the 70s. Um, and I actually got to go see the um the two guys that played Judas and Jesus um in Philly. And the guy that played Judas died not long after that. He had some sort of illness. I don't I don't remember what illness he had. But um, Ted Neely, like, up until I think like 2016, was still going and performing and hitting those like really super like high like sc not screech but mm -hmm. like the screamo rock, gotcha. you know, yeah, just phenomenal, just phenomenal. I was not a huge fan of John Legend in the live version. Um, the guy that played Judas was absolutely fantastic. I absolutely loved him. But, like, yeah, like, John Legend just didn't do it for me. Kind of like Ariana Grande. Like, I think that they just put an, a big name there, and they were like, here. And it's like, no, I like the guy that played Judas that was actually, like, on Broadway. Like, Isn't I like him. I he's like married him. to somebody famous, too, isn't he, John Legend? Yeah, Chrissy Teigen. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then apparently he was a big reason why they did Jesus Christ Superstar live. So, like, he's the one that pushed it. So, I mean, I guess I can't hate him. But that is, like, my mom jokes that that was, like, my church growing up. 
<laughs> like this was me reading the Bible, you know. I, I like love. I don't love think it's in here, but I confuse that a lot with Godspell. I also watched a lot of Godspell. Yeah, I like Godspell. And what's funny, Godspell's not even on this list. Yeah, but, that's um, saying, yeah. The 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 one lady from Godspell um, was the um, lieutenant, or was it lieutenant or captain from uh, Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego, the TV show. Oh, she's the uh, the chief, rather. Chief, and, um, yeah, yeah, chief, chief, chief. She was also I I know her because she was the voice on the radio in the Warriors, which is an awesome movie. Yeah, and she died young. Yeah, she died young. But yeah, that that's where I know her from is from Godspell. Have you ever seen the Warriors? No. It was um, <laughs> it's a retelling of a Greek uh, play, um, but set in. Oh, God. The book was set in the 50s. The movie was set in some magical time in the 80s, maybe the 70s, where you have different gangs of New York. And they decide that this one guy comes up and says, hey, um, if we team up, there's way more of us than there are cops in New York. So we should team up and take over the city. And as he's given this speech, somebody shoots him and they blame it on the warriors. So now the warriors have to make it from uh, Manhattan, where the shooting happened back to their home turf in Coney Island. And oh. it's like they're moving along and different gangs are attacking them and coming after them. And while this is happening, uh, there's a radio broadcast saying where the the warriors were last seen. And that's the voice of the, that woman you were just talking about. Oh, yeah. And um, that's pretty cool. because it was a 70s movie in New York, a lot of the cast were um, dancers and stuff like that. And because they were dancers from the seventies, a lot of them wound up dying from AIDS. Uh, so there's not a lot, a lot of them left. Oh yeah. It was a really, I mean, it's, it's, it's an entertaining movie. Unfortunately that like, I mean, that's the whole point of rent, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I was thinking of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up we've got waitress. Yeah. I've never, I've never that. seen this, but I got obsessed. There is a song on there, um, from there rather, called uh, "She Used to Be Mine," and I got obsessed with that song. I mean, absolutely beautiful. It's like talking about, like she's a she's a waitress at a diner, and she's like in a bad marriage, and she's basically saving up money to like escape the marriage, and then she finds out she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. so she's talking about like in the song she's talking about how like like she used to be fearless and she used to do this and she used to do that and she used to be this but like that person's gone and now like she's stuck you know and like i don't know as as a as a as a parent that can't sit and watch musicals because my kids hate them. Mm -hmm. There's a little part that like, like as a woman, you kind like, even though like I, I'm not in a bad uh, marriage or anything like that and I'm not stuck, but there is like a part where you're like, Oh, I gave up the dream of being Adelaide on Broadway for the marriage and the kids and the, the house and all that. So mm -hmm. like there, there is something like really, beautiful about that as i said even though like the whole like bad marriage and you know being stuck is not I what you. i um 
what I see in that. But I would like to go see this. This is on my list of things to go see. They do have, I don't think it's on Broadway right now, but they do like tours. So maybe someday, maybe someday. Apparently it started out as a film and became a Broadway play. And they're both fairly recent. The movie came out in 2007 and the Broadway premiere was 2016. So yeah. it's a yeah. And it was written by, uh, I can't ever say her last name, but Sarah Barry Ellis. Um, uh, I'm not going to write you a love song because you asked for it. That one. Okay. Um, yeah. So she wrote the musical, like she wrote the music for it. So it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, next up, you've got Miss Saigon. And um, I have seen parts of it. I've not seen, like, not seen it live. Um, yeah, we don't got Nazis, but we got the Vietnam War. The musical yeah. set in Saigon during the Vietnam War. Yes, and this is about, like, soldiers that were over there, and then they fathered kids and then got pulled out of Saigon and, like, leaving these women. Um, and that's what this follows is this okay this this girl who ends up having a kid with a soldier and then the soldier gets pulled out and um she's kind of left trying to fix things you okay. know um so i have i have followed like i have like watched several parts of it um there are some beautiful songs in this musical i mean absolutely beautiful yet again like as a mom there's parts that i like connect to like like she's talking about like how she would lay her life down for her kid yeah. you know and it's like oh yep there you go that's that's totally where i'm at you know uh mama mia your favorite yeah, I, I, I'm not a big ABBA fan, so when you make a musical all about ABBA and then you put an old share in the, uh, not the lead role, but because like, I mean, uh, thing, it's, it's... That was in the second Mamma Mia. That was in the sequel. Cher wasn't, who was the mom in the first one? I thought Cher was um, the, not the mom. Meryl, no, is it Meryl Streep? Meryl Streep, oh, okay. No, Meryl Streep's not terrible, but I just... Uh, the first one was he, good. I didn't see the he, second one. James, James Bond was one of the dads, right? You take James Bond and you make him uh, one of the dads. Um, I can't think of his name now. The one Here's from um, what was that movie that he choked on food? Miss Doubtfire. Yeah, it was uh, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Yes, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how realistic it was that this like the all these people are supposed to be in Greece and everybody has like blonde hair and like fair skin and. And then you got Amanda Seyfried with her weird eyes that are all far apart. Yeah, yeah. So, and oh, I mean, you like Stellan Skarsgård, though. I forgot he was in it. And she actually did an interview not that long ago, like talking about like her earlier movies. Like she didn't know how to sing. And like I look back on it, like when I was watching it, like she's got an okay voice. She just wasn't really secure in it. You know, so I think that like 
yet again, I think that they went with like big names instead of looking at like who yeah. can actually like play the roles. Yeah. You know, I do like so I I forgot like uh, Colin Firth is one of the other guys and uh, yeah, and I can't remember the other dad. There's another dad, and the, the um, Meryl Streep's three uh, two friends are really funny. The one is um, she was in uh, the Grinch. How the um, in Jim Carrey's Grinch. Uh, I think the two. One of them was Christine Baranski who played yes, the her. Yeah. She she was the one that was in the Grinch. She's hilarious. But then the other lady's really funny too. Julie Walters, who mm -hmm. was she's a Dane. Um, I've never uh, educating Rita, Girls Night. Billy Elliot and Harry Potter. Apparently, she was in the Harry Potter movies, but doesn't say who she played. I don't know. Harry Potter. Oh, Molly uh, Weasley. She played Molly Weasley, uh, the Weasley's mom. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, next is Grease. Grease is awesome. I don't know if we need to say more than that. Grease is awesome. Uh, I've never seen it live, but. Uh, uh, the the movie, I like. I don't know if you could touch the movie. Yeah, the movie is the only thing I know about it, and uh, yeah. Like yet again, I think that that would be like a good thing to like suggest because like everybody knows what you're getting into. Um, yeah, like I love the movie. I I I I'm not a big fan of the 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 sequel. You know, I've never seen the sequel. Um. There was, I want to say it was college humor, and I don't know if Tom's still listening, and maybe not, but there was a, somebody did a spoof of it where they're, uh, they're doing that, um, the song of the beginning, tell me more, tell me more, mm -hmm. did she put up a fight, and I was like, what, what, does that happen with you, the girls put Oh, up I fight? did see that, <laughs> I did see that, like, the, uh, date like what we were talking like about, yeah. um, how it didn't age well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. That is funny. And of course, yeah, you and they're like, yeah, this, dude, this isn't cool. This isn't yeah. cool. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John and, uh, oh, why can't I think of his name? That guy. You know that guy. The guy Travolta. who's probably gay but won't. John, uh, John Travolta. Walter. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All right. So then we have another Andrew Lloyd Webber one, Evita. The only and thing I know about this is Madonna. Madonna and that song. And uh, what what is his name? The um, uh, starts with his last name. His first name is Antonio Banderas. Banderas, Antonio Banderas. There you yeah, go. It, yeah, yeah. I remember like the, the the part that I remember the most uh, of that it's movie stupid. is him coming in. And, oh, what a circus! Oh, what a show! That like that's my favorite song from that musical. So yeah, that that's what I remember is Madonna and him singing that song. Like I don't remember the plot of it, <laughs> but I was just somebody was talking about this recently too. I think it was because um, like Madonna had that run where she was doing movies and they were all doing really good, and then she did a couple of uh, like what would you call them? Not like. Uh, what the hell they had names like like she was uh 
there was nudity, but it was like a thriller. They, they, they called them something. And they bombed. And then she didn't do movies for a while. And then she came back with this. It was like with her comeback movie. And uh, because she was playing a singer. Um, yeah, or something was good. Yeah, I liked her in that, and I liked her in a, a League of Their Own. Like that—that's yeah. like the two things that I thought Madonna did very well, like acting-wise. Um, but like as far as Andrew Lloyd Webber shows go, like Evita's not like my favorite. But I would go see it live. I think I would go see it live, if that makes sense. And then we got Annie. I like the original, but I'm not sure if I cared for any of the 15 remakes that they've done. Yeah, uh, I, I remember the original movie. With, well, not the original. I guess it was the original movie. The one with, um, oh, man, Carol Burnett. Yes. Yeah. 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 Tomorrow. We tomorrow. We won't talk about the one where they where that uh, role was played by um, Cameron Diaz. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Annie, I think, is another like safe bet. I mean, I how can you hate the original Annie? Like it was so well done. The eighties. Is it like Christian right there for you? Who did Christian Chenoweth play? Uh, she played Rooster's girlfriend. Huh. Not Victor Garber, though. Oh, it doesn't sound like it'd be that bad. I don't know. Alan Cumming. Huh. That the one... I, I don't know. There, there, there's about, like, five... Yeah, there's a nine, I'm looking at it, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Albert Finney. Oh, and Carol Burnett. There you go. Tim Curry. I thought Tim Curry was in that. Tim Curry comes back to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Hello, Dolly. Uh, I've never actually seen it. Uh, the only thing interesting I can say is the, the famous red dress that she's walking down. I've seen that, like, this close. That was at the museum. And the headdress was at the museum. So, like, that's cool. And I know the, well, hello, Dolly. I mean, other than that, I can't tell you what the show's about. She was a matchmaker. Um, I think this gave us, I'm looking to see, I could be wrong, so I should probably not talk. But, uh, Yeah, I'm not going to talk. I, think I'm both. I never saw it either, but I know there was famous people that did the Broadway uh, thing of it. Yeah. yeah. Like Bernadette Peters, uh, Carol Channing, they, they both played Dolly. And and that's what was really cool about the museum was that I think it was, it was um, Bernadette Peters' dress that was on display. And then I think it was Carol Channing's headdress that was like, so I mean, like, literally had like it's it was almost like bernadette peters standing right in front of you it was really cool but like as i said i've never seen the show and then we have oklahoma 
And I would oh, like to know where this song's. Uh, I know the music. I've never actually uh, seen the show though. You've never seen Oklahoma? Nope. It's a it's a it's an interesting show. I mean, it's all right. It's got a nice like plot to it, but then enough dancing. Like it's like they they've got plot and then like oh okay we're gonna do square dancing, you know bunch of corn you know corn's good yeah i mean there's a reason why it's been around for so long you know yeah. all right and then you got your favorite the rocky horror show yeah we kind of already talked about that yep and then uh, funny girl is after that which i've never seen i have never seen this but i actually sang one of the songs uh, when I was in pageants, it was one of my most successful songs. Um, it was uh, Don't Rain on My Parade. Um, and I would not go see this because that Lee Michelle, um, yeah, Lee Michelle from Glee. Okay, it's Lee Michelle, yeah. Uh, she's playing the lead right now. Uh. So I would not, I, I, I really don't care for her. Lee um, Michelle hate. Huh? Lee Michelle hate. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But uh, it's somewhat based off of a real live Broadway star, Fanny Bryce. So that makes it interesting. Uh, so it's not on the list, but that kind of reminds me of uh, uh, was it called Born on the Fourth of July? The one about, uh, uh, oh, wow. I've had too much to drink. Um, oh, come on. Uh, born on the 4th of July. Real live version of my uncle, Sam. Thank you, Doodle. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because that was based on that guy, too, who wrote all the musicals and stuff. Thank you. Yes. Yankee Doodle Dandy. That was a musical? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. That's where it was. That could be wrong. You learn something new every day. No, no but... It's a, I'm sorry. No, it was only a film. It was a, music, it was a musical film. But it was based on George M. Cohen, who wrote all those Broadway plays. You you said that, and for some reason this popped in my head. It's not on the list, but um, Annie, get your gun, based off of Annie Oakley, and that was based off of a real person. Yeah. But this was like this was his life story of him coming up on Broadway, the vaudeville to Broadway. Mm -hmm. Of course, plays like James Cagney. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. All right, next up, Legally Blonde. I've seen the movie. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to. Um, I do remember that they, uh, and I can't remember where, but I saw the performance. There's one song that's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you guys. And, I mean, it is the most, like, valley girl, high pitch, like, <laughs> annoying, like, earworm. So, yeah, that's all I have to say about Legally Blonde. I've never heard of the next one either, so. 
Spring Awakening. The only thing I know about that, Lee Michelle was in it. Oh, there you go. And she was starring opposite Jonathan Groff, who played Kristoff in Frozen. And he also played the king in Hamilton. And um, he's gay. Uh, and she did an interview like not that long ago about like how when they were in the show they were both like very very naive and uh, I don't know how how it came about but she showed him her bits and I don't know why but that stuck in my head yeah. Spring Awakening that's basically Apparently. what the musical is about yeah, yeah it says here is about a group of teenagers undergoing puberty and highlight social issues like suicide teenage pregnancy and abuse the yeah. failure of adults to properly properly guide the youth in their naivete yeah so, like, she said that it was something to do with the show that like he had never seen one so she showed him hers and it was kind of like okay i don't know if i would be like announcing that to like everybody i like Cool. I mean, I support you, but um, you don't have to like tell everybody, you know. Yeah. So that's all I know about that. That's all I know about Spring Awakening. So every time a little I bit of a tidbit there. I hear Spring Awakening now. I'm gonna think of Leah Michelle's vagina. <laughs> well, that's exactly what I uh, yeah. what I think of. It's exactly what I think of. Oliver's next. I uh, never seen the musical. I've seen the movie Oliver Twist, and I've seen the Disney cartoon featuring Billy Joel, Oliver and Company, that's Oliver Twist, but with dogs that mm -hmm. had music. I saw this live once, uh, and I just remember like parts of it being like so sad. So like I just never went out of my way to watch it again. But I do remember like watching the dog version and Oliver Twist, but how can you worry? Yeah. And then please sir, can I have some more? There's only two things to know about Oliver Twist. Yeah. Ooh. And the kid that played uh Artful Dodger was in I think it was him. He played um the main character in H.R. Puffin stuff. Oh. He has a weird uh, lisp, not lisp. Um, like his R's come out weird, like Elmer Fudd. Because huh. he's got Freddy the Flute. H.R. Puffin stuff. Uh, Billy, not Billy Hees, Billy Hees was the other thing. Jack Wild, that's it, Jack Wild. Let me just verify. Uh, not that it matters. Actor, singer, Oliver. Yeah, he was in. Oh, he was in the musical version. Okay, in the West End theater production. There you go. Oh, well, there you go. He went from that to H.R. Puffin stuff, and then died of oral cancer in two thousand six. So that's a bummer. Well, that is sad. Was he at least old? He's fifty three. Oh well. My oh, goodness. Next, we got Matilda the musical. Uh, uh, I've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the same thing with um, the little Italian guy, Danny DeVito. That was yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yes, and uh, that 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 girl that left uh, Hollywood and uh, what is her name? Something Mara. She she became like a podcaster or something, some kind of web person. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They just recently now number one, the music's by Tim Minchin, and um, he played Judas in Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, there's recordings of him playing, and he was fantastic like fantastic as Ju as judas um but he wrote the music for matilda they just released a movie version of the musical and um what was it like last week i want to watch it but like as i said my kids will not sit down and watch this stuff with me I caught my daughter watching it in her room by herself. And I'm like, hello, like, I love musicals and you're watching it by yourself. And she's like, well, I didn't think you, hello, hello. Tim sounds so familiar, but I don't know what I've heard him from. He's yeah. like a comedian. Like yeah. he's got like comedic stuff too, but he's got like a fantastic voice. Like, very good musically. He's got like crazy dreadlocks. I recommend it, look up his uh, performance in Jesus Christ Superstar. He's he's fantastic. One of the best Judases I've seen. Um, and as I said, like I've been following it for a very long time. Okie dokie. Right, we're going to probably have to cut some of these because how many do we have left? Um, anything goes did you watch anything goes nope i'm not seeing it either uh not really a want to watch anything doing with the navy i don't know nope. jersey boys i would love to see it uh, um, I, like, I like the four seasons i like the four seasons too <laughs> i like their songs sue me i like frank valley so or frankie mm -hmm. valley i don't Big girls, they don't yeah. cry. Yeah, yeah. Um, they don't cry. I would like to go see that. Yeah. Uh, company have never seen it. No, and it's online, though. The, the the plot there did not talk me into going to see it. Oh, they bring out his past lovers. That sounds right. Uh, Dear Evan Hansen, I've heard of, and I think it's. Oh, this one I've heard of, and it's like on my list of things to see. But it, like, he commits suicide in the beginning of the movie, and like, it's going back from there. No. No. Okay. Or at least I don't. I don't think uh, a boy in a school. Okay. Commits suicide, and he's going to therapy. Like, not related to that, but he's going to therapy, and like, part of his therapy is to write letters to himself. So he goes and like lies and says that this kid that committed suicide wrote the letter to him and that they yeah. were really good friends. And he like makes up this whole relationship so that he can get closer to the kid that committed suicide, his sister. So like it, um, I've never seen it. I've, ne I've never seen it, but I have listened to the whole album several times. And I've done like research on it. They came out with a movie like 
maybe last year or the year before. Yeah. But I want to see. I just have not yet again had the chance to sit down and watch it. But like yet again, I think that it has such a powerful like meaning behind it. And there is uh, one song like uh, it's "Words Fail." I cried. <laughs> like I literally cried when it got to that like in the album like absolutely beautiful so sad and like just a like kind of like really deep uh subject matter but like also i think so important you know uh hades town this is probably one of the next musicals i'm i'm going to see i i'm determined to go see it um i listen to this all the time it's based off of uh greek mythology yeah orpheus and your dicey yes and um it's also like hades and persephone and um it's such a like a powerful musical like the music's fantastic it has like kind of like a jazz tone to it they've got like they've got trombones and they've got like beautiful violin spots i mean it's the, the music's beautiful and the it story at one best uh, best musical best original score and uh 14 other uh no uh, eight eight other toadies in 2019 yeah it, it's it's great. And then this was one that like they they came out in uh, 2019 and then they were suspended for um, COVID. Okay. Um, when they came back, I don't know if all of the cast came back, but like a good portion of the cast came back. And I I don't know. I I know that up until recently the the two that were playing Orpheus and Eurydice, they they were the original couple like and they're they're together in real life okay that's cool so, i mean fantastic fantastic show love it i want to go see it in the worst way so then you got rock of love uh rock of ages i was gonna say rock of love that would be a really bad musical um rock of ages i have not seen <laughs> i've not seen the movie i've not seen the musical i've heard great things but this I've never seen it. Another one of those ones where it's a jukebox one where apparently it's modern songs. Uh, yeah, or modern as 1980s. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm just not a fan of jukebox. What I know about this one is uh, when this, I guess it was when the show was out, um, Constantine, something yes. like one of the guys from. Uh, American Idol was on it, and there was somebody that I worked with that was like uh, infatuated with him, where she like traveled, like she followed him, like people follow the dead. I'm like okay, and uh, yeah, and she went to go see him doing the play. Wow, that's weird. Uh, middle-aged women are weird, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, whatever. I guess whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Uh, the last one on this list is Cats, oh, and um, what was it? What was really funny was when we were walking through the um, the Broadway Museum, 
we got to the cats section and my daughter had asked me to take pictures of anything cats because she really wants to see it she really wants to see the stage okay production of it because she loves cats like we're a cat family um <laughs> and as i'm sitting there taking pictures of it the, the this woman and her daughter come up and uh the the woman's like oh there's cats um and the daughter was like the movie sucked <laughs> and i was like i was like do yourself a favor and go watch the stage recording because there is a stage recording um they i don't know what year it was it had to have been in the 90s but they went in and they recorded like the actual stage with mm -hmm. the performance and it's great like it's great there you just got you have to go in thinking there's no real plot yeah there's no real plot like it's it's great songs and it's following a bunch of cats you know like how much plot can you i keep on hitting my mic how much plot can you have when you're following a bunch of cats you know it's also the the it was based off of a book of poems that weren't related yeah it's yeah. it's book of cats or all it was called yeah so it's kind of like if you go into it with those expectations you're going to i mean i, I won't say that everybody's going to enjoy it but Cats was the longest running Broadway show for a while until Phantom took over. So there's a reason, you know, the show is a good show. I the remember being a kid and seeing ads for this on TV like all the time. Come see Cats and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, um, I I never, I mean, I know the song Memories because, of course, but uh, I never saw it or, or knew any of the other songs until the movie came out. And uh, I went into it knowing it was going to be a good, bad movie. And it was a great, bad movie. The special effects are horrible. The the cats are different sizes throughout different parts of the movie. Mm -hmm. There's scenes where they have human hands or human feet because the special effects weren't finished right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I they I want to see. I want to see the butthole cut. Apparently, there's a cut where the cats have butthole. It's, I think it's an urban legend, but um, the music I carried it. Like I, I left out of it singing the uh, Mr. Mistopheles song. Like just got stuck in my head for like a month. Like oh I, yeah, I that love one. that one and Jenny Any Dots. Like yeah, I like the Rumple, those two. Rumple teaser and Mungo Jerry. It was the other mm -hmm. one. Yep. And then I went back and listened to the original uh, soundtrack and. Uh, the music's just as good, if not better. It's not Taylor Swift, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, the music is so good that it just carries it. And then I, I read about the original play. Like you said, there's no plot, and they interact. They like walk into the audience as they're they're doing the thing, and you just have people in tights with their junk like shoved in your face as you're uh, watching this this music. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is a plot. The plot is to pick a one of yeah, the another, cats yeah. to go. To the sunny side layer but yeah. like that's the plot you know like that's what i've heard is that the movie tried to like add to it oh yeah, and it's yeah. Like, did, did you not see the movie no i've not seen the movie okay yeah um edris alba plays uh oh the evil cat i forget what the evil cat's name is uh um, yeah yes yeah, so he gets the she's the taylor swift song um uh, introducing him 
Uh, he starts kidnapping the other cat so they can't be uh, picked to be the ones there. And then they wind up uh, going against him at the end. He's got like magic powers where he can like kidnap people magically with smoke or something. It makes no sense at all. Uh, but you got uh, Edris Alba, who's just awesome doing uh, his Edger Alba thing. See, that doesn't even make any sense. Oh, no, no, it, it made no sense at all. And like I said, it's, it's the effects are bad. I mean, for a movie where they're, it must have cost a fortune, the effects the effects are horrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the woman that played the main cat is super cute, and she did a, a fantastic job um, as the main cat, whatever the main cat is. I don't even know if she had a name. They all have names. Okay. They all have names. That that's one of the songs. Yeah. Uh, the name of the cat. Yeah, they have the three names. Uh, the names they call themselves, the names the humans call them, and then their secret name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They have three names. Yeah. All right. So not on this list. I've got to mention because these are the 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 two musicals that I've been like really just obsessed with. Um, Heather's, and it's based off of the movie Heather's. I've seen. Um, I have been listening to it. Like there was, there was a good couple what? of months where I listened to it nonstop. There was a band in that movie, te teenage. Well, teenage was teenage suicide. The name of the song. I don't know. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Winona Ryder and Christian Slater, fantastic movie. Yes. Yeah. Well, see, and I've never actually seen the movie. Like that's uh, that's, that's the funny thing is that I've never seen the movie. The whole plot that I've gotten is by just reading. Like, what, like, it's really funny because I did not know what actually happened in the musical until after I had already, like, listened to it okay. several times. And it was kind of like, oh, my gosh, that happened? Yeah, yeah, I've never yeah. seen the movie. But uh, the music's fantastic. Um, and then the other one is Six. And... For my birthday, Tom just took me up to go see it on Broadway, and it was fantastic. It was um, it's based off of King Henry VIII and his six wives, and like basically like what happened to them. So they each like have their own song, and I mean it's like one was divorced, beheaded, died um divorced beheaded survived so that like that they go through and they tell their own story kind of, yet again like that whole theme of like taking taking something that's very well known and then putting like a different spin on it so it's like the girls telling their own story but goes back to the sweeney todd thing where they took the um where they took the uh by uh, Diaz, whatever, and they put it through the whole musical. In six, it's Green Sleeves. Okay. So, and and the whole story of that is the rumor was that King Henry VIII actually wrote Green Sleeves for um, Anne of no um, Anne Anne Boleyn Anne Boleyn Anne Boleyn, but like apparently that's just like a rumor they're like they've um proved that it wasn't right or anything but 
they take green sleeves and they put it in so many of the songs and like they change like the key just slightly so like at the beginning like it doesn't sound right and it like causes you like unease and then at the end they fix it so that you feel like oh okay now it's it's complete but like yet again like it's like whoever like sat down and like thought it out it's like this is absolutely brilliant it's brilliant and like I mean, it's just great. Like, the six girls are all based off of, like, modern-day singers. Like, there's one that's based off of um, uh, Beyonce, and there's one that's based off of Britney Spears. Um, it's, like, Britney Spears slash Ariana Grande. There's one that's based off of, I think it was Cardi B. You know, like, they all have their own style. Occur. Huh? Occur. Oh, my gosh. So, she is hilarious that was the one that um that he imported from germany okay uh and i can't remember what her name was now but uh anna, anna, was anna cleaves i think it was anna cleaves i think it was but like she does a whole rap in like a really thick german accent and i mean it's it's hilarious it's great I highly recommend it. I love it. I listen to it all the time. I mean, so much that Tom took me to New York to, to see it. That's cool. Yeah. There's um a musical called Assassins that I've been wanting to see. That's uh it's <laughs> uh, it's another Sodheim. Um and it's people who attempted to or have assassinated presidents hmm. and getting together and talking about it. In a bar. See, I would totally be all for that. Because, yet yeah. again, I like history-related musicals. Yeah, apparently, apparently, it was out in the 90s, and then it just came back um, last year. Or two, uh, two years ago now, I guess, 2021. Um, Penn Gillette was talking about it from Penn & Teller. And he well, made I'll it sound really, really interesting. Yeah. I would definitely have to check that out. Any other ones? Because I think we've been like talking for like two hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, not, not that I can think of. I mean, I could go on, like, I seriously, I could go on, I mean, A Chorus Line, Pippin, Jekyll and Hyde, Sweet Charity, Gypsy, Once on This Island. Oh, I mean, Tommy. like, Tommy. this is Tommy like, from, yeah. Huh? Tommy from the, the Who, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, rock opera, yeah. Like the this is like my jam. I mean, like I am a Broadway nerd, but I think two hours is good. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh what we're gonna do is we're gonna go away and come back with another two hours of musical content and uh it'll be part two. Yeah, I'll have to do more research. All right. Okay, I'm going to uh, end the recording here. So I guess we'll we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.